it's week two of OTAs. The 49ers are back at practice, and Brock, the Brock star, returns. He will be throwing this week. Listen, we're going to talk about it right here on the Wayne Breezy Show. Stick around. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. Breezy this, breezy that. Ain't nobody working like Breezy, and that's a fact. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Wayne Breezy. Touching down right now. Hey, this is the first Wayne Breezy show of this week. We had a Memorial Day off on Monday, uh, and we're here today. Today's Wednesday. Now, just let you know, I will not be here. There will not be a Wayne Breezy show with John on Friday. Uh, I have to attend a funeral. John's going to be out of town. So we'll be back full Monday, Wednesday, Friday of next week. And the cool thing is, there'll be plenty of 49er content to go around. So, First off, I want to give you guys a round of applause for being here. I appreciate you, 100,845%. Uh, I do need a break, but you know what? That's why I'm here. I'm here because I'm going to break while you guys talk. That's that's what we're going to do today. All right. Now, listen, I got to give a shout out to all of the Breezy Bunch members out there. First of all, shout out to my man, this guy. First in the chat. Appreciate you. I understand your frustration with this quarterback situation. But listen, I didn't make this up. I didn't do this. The 49ers did this. They put themselves. I don't want to say it's a predicament, but they put this in the atmosphere and <laughs> This is why we got to talk about it, right? So it's not one of those concrete set in stone. It felt felt like every other team in the NFL has a quarterback and they're going forward with the quarterback selection or whatever. For the 49ers, it's a little bit different. And and we got to talk about it. But shout out to my man, VZ408. He's in the building early. I see you, Troy, out there. This is the Breezy Bunch members. They're in the building. Jax Knox is in the building. Good morning, Faithful. I hope you guys have a great show. Woke Niner Recaps is in the building as well. RJ Gonzalez is in the building. Tanisha, what's going on, girl? Marty Mar, 49er Empire in the building. I appreciate you. Eddie G is in the building. What up, Faithful? Peachy Brown and... The building shout out to my partner in crime, PG. Good morning, everyone. Let's have a great show. My man Colin is in the building. And shout out to all of those uh that are here, all the subscribers, Kali, Jay Nubs. I see you guys, they're flowing in. Steve, Mike, everybody's in there. Don't bother me is in the building as well. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Listen, if you're not a member of the Breezy's Bunch, go ahead and click that join button. All right, you can join, become a member of the Breezy's Bunch. Your name will pop up in green. You'll get cool perks. Really good shout outs, all that good stuff. Become a member today. I see the beautiful Miss Debbie. There you are. Uh, blessings, Wayne. Hey there, BBs. What's going on, Miss Deb? I know it's early out there on the West Coast. Go grab yourself a cup of Joe. I never, can somebody, I'm not a coffee connoisseur, right? And I think I've always had this question and I just never asked this question. So I'm going to ask a question, has nothing to do with football, but how in the heck? Does coffee become Joe? Like, who is Joe? Did he create coffee? Like, how is that even possible? Uh, while I continue to give out the shout-outs. What's going on, boss? Boss is in the building. What's going on, family? Uh, Steve, I see you got a quick question. Breezy, are you going to the Niners-Eagles game uh, this year? Absolutely. I left with the worst taste in my mouth last season. I'm definitely going to this game. Okay, I'm definitely going to this game. I just want to know for those that drink coffee, why Joe is the name of coffee. I'm just curious to know who the heck Joe is. So if you know, 
I'm sure somebody's going to figure it out. Put the answer in the chat. I'll pop it up on the screen. Shout out to my man, Edgar. What's going on, family? I appreciate you. Hey, I did a show with John yesterday. It was an awesome show. If you guys didn't check it out, it's right here on the channel. Go check out the John and Wayne show. Uh, we actually brought uh, to you uh, an episode where we were talking about who was the best quarterback, who was the third best quarterback of the 49ers, right? And so check out the episode. You don't want to miss it. It was really cool, really fun, really good exercise. We went through stats. We went through some film. We went through people we've never even seen play. It was really interesting. And it all started from a tweet that John Chapman put out. So shout out to my brother John Chapman out there. Uh, make sure you guys go ahead and check out that episode. You can watch it right here on the Wayne Breezy channel. Speaking of John, I do want to talk about what we have going on. Football season's underway. All right. So that means the 49ers rush road trip uh, is out and is out and pumping. So you guys are going to want to make sure you go and go 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 to the website. All right, which is www.49ersrushroadtrip.com. We got the early bird special going on right now for the games i believe there's five or six games up there all right make sure listen the tickets are dirt cheap now so if you do plan to attend and if you decide that you can't go i'm sure there's a way we can do something to work something out to where you get something in return or get your money back so uh don't quote me on that but i do believe i know who john is i know who i am we just care about you so if you wanted to buy your tickets early and you still figure out that you couldn't make it to one of the road trips don't worry we got you. All right. www.49ersrushroadtrip.com. There's an early bird special. The Pittsburgh game is first on the deck. Get your tickets right now because they will be selling out. Pittsburgh might even be sold out. So don't quote me on it. I don't I don't have the final numbers. I didn't have my meeting yet. So uh, make sure you go ahead and check that out. And again, if you're new to the channel, all right, if you're new to this channel right here, please subscribe to the channel. Guys, if you're watching the show, don't go ahead and hit the like button. See, now I'm looking at the likes. I can see how many people are watching. And I can see how many likes that are there. It's it's double the people watching that are there's likes. I'm not going to put out the numbers, but it's double. So I need all the people watching right now. If you're watching on YouTube, and if you're watching on a different streaming service, jump on YouTube, hit the like button, and then bada bing, bada boom, get back to where you're going. But I appreciate you guys, man. And again, if you want to join and become a member of the Breezy's Bunch, all you got to do is click join. All right? There's Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well. So check that out. All right? Let's go ahead and get down to the show. There's a lot, not really much going on. Uh, when it comes to the 49ers because it's kind of like that uh the dry season and so we're not even getting any wild ass takes right now right we, we're just kind of getting you know some of the good stuff out there and my phone is ringing i don't know why my phone is ringing but it's ringing so it's an unknown caller shout out to all the unknown callers out there don't be uh don't be that person man just don't block your number don't be an unknown guy. Fluffy Ninja, how do I join the Breezy's Bunch? Easily, you just click, this should be a prompt that says join. Uh, and if it doesn't say join, you might have to do it from a computer, but I believe you could do it from a cellular device. I can't say that word properly. Uh, but yeah, just click on the join button. Christy Marie is in the building. What's going on, sis? Hope you're doing well. Uh, John V, I see you out there as well. All right, so here we go. Uh, what's going on in the 49ers world? So as I am... I've kind of been taking a hiatus off of line. I needed a little break. You know, the Celtics lost. I was kind of full into the basketball, the playoffs thing. Now that's finally over. I'm over it. I'm not, like, super hurt about by, by the Celtics losing. I mean, it was going to be a really tall task to come back being down 3-0. But they're done, and they're gone. They're on their way to Cancun, right? And so, like, I'm just just haven't really been in the mood to post or do anything like that. Uh, just trying to figure some things out, you know, life. 
etc. But I just happened to jump on yesterday and I didn't know what the hell I was getting myself into. And so uh, first I want to start off with some good some good stuff because uh, one of our favorite players of all time uh, was inducted into a sports hall of fame now before I get to that and we talk about that for a little bit here go the dates for the 49ers all right so we're week two today's May 31st all right the 49ers are practicing today they also practiced yesterday for OTAs they'll have what then they'll practice on June and June, June 2nd which will be Friday and then that Monday and Tuesday and then June 8th Excuse me. So you can kind of see like what's going on. And then mini camp will be June 13th through the 15th. Just keeping you updated on what's going on with the 49ers, their practices and things like that. I don't know which day is media day. Media gets one day a week. I'm assuming it's today because they weren't there yesterday. But then again, it could be on Friday. And it would make sense if it's on Friday because Brock Purdy, if I'm not mistaken, is scheduled to throw on friday it's scheduled to make some so i think the media would want to be there that day but it's not up to the media it's up to the 49ers okay all right let's talk about patrick willis patrick willis was inducted into the bay area sports hall of fame let's give patrick willis a round of applause (laughs) for those that don't know who patrick willis is all right uh number one all right before let me ask you guys this question. Describe Patrick Willis in the chat, those that are watching the live show. And if, even if you're watching it in the repass, you didn't get a chance to check the live, go ahead and put it in the comment section. Describe one word, describe Patrick Willis in one word. One word. I'll go first and don't take my word, monster. And I'm going to even change monster into monstar. Like I just felt like that's what he was. He was a monstar. If you guys watch Space Jam, you know what I'm talking about. Describe Patrick Willis into one one word for Patrick Willis, all right? An adjective. Give me an adjective for Patrick Willis. All right, we got violence. All right, we got beast. He was violent. He was such, he was like the nicest guy, but the most violent guy at the same time. Destroyer. Oh, my gosh. Destroy. I love these words. Physical. He was physical. He was just physical. Like, he was physical. Tenacity. Oh, my God. Freight train. Like, I'm telling you, I love these. I love these words. Beast. Again, uh, let's keep it going. We got warrior out there. Freak. I, I get it. Explosive. He was a brick house. He was a brick house. You want to know where the bricks came from? Try running into Patrick Willis. All right. Now, I, I, I'm going to start this. I got to get back to that. Thank you, Miss Debbie. Appreciate that. Dynamic. Dynamic. How about smart? Nobody's talking about his intelligence. He was the mo- one of the smartest linebackers to ever play the game. How cool is that? right how freaking cool is that electrifying meat seeking missile okay cool i i would have said heat seeking missile but you said meat we don't leave it at meat meat seeking missile brought the hammer country strong dominant dump truck untamed I thought he was pretty tame, this guy. I thought Patrick Willis was a pretty, didn't get too many penalties. But I get where you're going with it. I get where you're going with it. I do. I, I do. Leader. Now, see, we're getting into some of the greater the greater words. All of these words, inspiration. Oh, my gosh. All of these words that you guys use 
to describe Patrick Willis. I, I hope he's watching the show. This is this is how we thought of of this young man, right? Like all of these different types of words, like what he did on the football field, what he did off the football field. And now we're looking at him being inducted into the Sports Hall of Fame, uh, the Bay Area Sports Hall of Fame. And for those that live out there in the Bay Area, this means a lot, right? Because you know that this particular gentleman who didn't play long, he didn't play long in the NFL, uh, in the NFL due to, to some injuries and things like that. But during his time, he reached a lot of accolades. And I feel like the only reason why he's not in the hall of fame the only reason why he wasn't like a first ballot hall of fame guy is because of the duration of football but then when you look at another guy that played relatively around the same time who kind of walked away from the game as well due to injuries like concussions like but he first ballot so it's, it's interesting now the question is will willis ever make it into can will willis end up being this generation's Roger Craig doesn't have a championship, doesn't have a Super Bowl ring, uh, doesn't have a, you know, will he end up being or getting snubbed like Roger Craig? Like Roger Craig probably will never make it into the National Football Hall of Fame. Doesn't make any sense. And this is not about Roger Craig. We're talking about Patrick Willis. Uh, but, at, but, 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 but. What else does Patrick Willis have to show in order to be inducted into the National Football Hall of Fame? And it gets harder every year, right? Because you're getting more players uh, that may have played longer, that may have more accolades and, and things like that. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So the fact that he wasn't the first uh, first balloter, you know, kind of kind of doesn't mess up his chances, but it does make him a little bit harder. So it's not like it's an easy transition into the hall of fames but you don't make it in the first ballot it gets harder a lot of people don't think that it does oh my gosh the wonderful ryan g hensley's in the building what's going on fam you get the air horns baby what's going on baby felicia in the building air horns back to back that's what i like to hear this guy put this out and i love this he says ray lewis patrick willis was the two linebackers you did not want to face for those that don't know who these linebackers are, they were dangerous. Nobody put that word in there. Nobody used dangerous to describe because you love Patrick Willis, right? So nobody used the word dangerous. I'm sorry. I watched the quarterback by the name of Brad Smith crawl off of the football field after being legally hit by Patrick Willis. I mean, legally hit. It was legal hit, good hit, clean hit. Nothing wrong with it. When you... But it was so dangerous because he literally had to crawl. He crawled on his back. Like, I ain't never seen a person crawl on their back. How do you crawl on your back? And I'm, I'm going to try that when I go to the gym the next time to show you how difficult that junk has to be. Dangerous. So you're right, man. Those were two. That, that's it, Brad. That's it. That's all, folks. Brad, like, and he's hit other players, like, relatively hard. But, man. 
That was crazy. Bam Bam was his nickname. If you guys don't know Bam Bam, uh, there are two versions of Bam Bam that I can kind of draw out there, but we're going to go back to the Flintstone version, the original Bam Bam. But then if you guys watch wrestling and you grew up watching WWF at the time, it was Bam Bam Bigelow who had the tattoos in his head. Probably the first guy ever seen with tattoos in his head. All right. And so, yeah, you can go whichever Bam Bam you want. But I tell you what, they both hit hard. All right. But I'm going with the, I'm going with the bedrock because that's what that's what Patrick Willis kind of like did. Listen, congratulations to Patrick Willis. We're not going to take too much time, but we're happy for him. Uh, this is another accolade on his uh, his mark. And he's on his way to Canton. I know a lot of you guys said that, yes, he's on his way to Canton. What's going on, Fernando? He's on his way to Canton. And he absolutely is. It just gets a little bit more. It gets a little tougher uh, the longer um, the longer they wait. You know what I mean? And, and that's, that's unfortunate uh, when it comes to you know to football because i just felt like patrick willis gave us and we've done this exercise right we've talked about patrick willis we talked about his stats uh when he was inducted me seven time pro bowler five times all pro did you hear what i just said seven times pro bowl drafted in 2007 retired in 2014 at seven seasons, seven-time Pro Bowler. So that means that he made the Pro Bowl his rookie career and his final career. Let me make sure I can add one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So it's eight seasons. I'm, I, I can't add, I guess. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. All right. So one season, he, he, he didn't make it, which was his last season, because he only played in six games. 2007, 2013, dude's a pro bowler. All pro five times. God dang. I, one, to me, once you're all pro, you're just an all pro guy. Like, you know, it is what it is. I, I mean, yeah. Uh, but again, it's the, it's the seasons. It's, it's the duration. It's got to be the only thing holding them up. It could be the Super Bowl. That he, he never had a Super Bowl. Could be that. Could be that. Could be that. Um, you know, but it is what it is, you know. Uh, why is Terra Dome asking me to take off your shoes? Just curious. I missed it. I was looking up the stats. Tell me why you said that. Because, oh, Flintstones? I don't know. I'm just drawing the correlation there. Uh, whatever. Shout out to all the content creators that are watching the show. I, I appreciate your support. Trust me, you guys think I'm not supporting you or not watching your shows. I just can't watch them all live. But I do go back and watch the ones. I am subscribed to all your channels, so trust me, they come right into my feed. Don't forget to participate in the poll question. I know it's a little bit dunce, but who cares? Because at the end of the day, I want to know how you feel, all right? All right, I want to know how you feel. Patrick Willis, dope dude, dope guy to talk to off the field. Uh, when my son was one or two can't remember the age i purchased uh, a 49er tackling dummy and i told and i and i and then in rome he went to go tackle the tackle dummy and i think i put on instagram at uh that my son is ready to tackle like the great one like patrick willis and patrick willis responded and his message was so like it was so dope it was just so dope. It was so inspiring. It was so uplifting. 
Um, I'm not sure if my son's going to want to play football, <laughs> but that moment was so dope, not just because of Patrick Willis responding. That was dope, but the fact of him responding and taking time to actually write out a thoughtful message, that let me know that this, this young guy was just something greater than a football player. I'll leave it at that. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Great 1765. What's going on, fam? Welcome to the stream. Uh, I appreciate you. Oh, use my toes to count. Got you. How come I ain't get that? I, I'm I'm curious. I'm slow. Uh, whatever. It is what it is. All right. So Patrick Willis, congratulations again. Another round of applause for that young gentleman. Let's kind of switch up a little bit, right? Because like I said, I just happened to get on the internet yesterday and, you know, I was like, let me post something because my Instagram gun kind of like wither out. So let me post something. And then I came across a video and on this video, it kind of, I didn't know what to post. I, I watched the video in its entirety and then I was like, what the hell did I just watch? And then I'm like, okay, I know we're, I, I probably should put this out there. I didn't know how. Uh, maybe I'll figure it out a little bit later. But if you guys didn't get a chance to see the George Kittle Chubby's promo, I tell you what, I got a treat for you. Get your popcorn ready. Let me go ahead and get rid of this banner and get ready. I, you might want to use 3D glasses. Well, maybe, maybe again, there it is. You might want to use 3D glasses. All right, here we go. Hey, I'm George Kittle, the people's tight end. The guys over at Chubby's asked me to release a teaser video to get people hyped about my upcoming collection with them, but they said I absolutely cannot wear the clothing. So here I am promoting the clothing without wearing the clothing. I don't know. I guess they don't want anyone to see my designs until they drop in June. Doesn't make a hell of a lot of sense to me, but supposedly they're the marketing experts. Anywho, it's a super limited drop, and I'm gonna be buying a bunch for me and all my buddies. So sign up below to get alerts on all the drip. I mean, drop. So we're gonna talk about it. For, for it doesn't have to be long. We can keep it brief. No pun intended. He wasn't wearing any briefs. But I tell you what. Um, listen, I ain't mad at. At people out there trying to get their bread. Last time I checked, back in 1980, sex sold. So I don't expect sex to not sell. This is what this is. And this is how you get likes. And this is how you get famous. And 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 damn it, Chubby, hit me up. I can tell you what. I tell you what, Chubbies, I'm a lot more chubbier. So I would even fit the brand of the name of Chubbies. What the hell is Chubbies? I know a lot of people are like, what in the hell? It's Chubby. Chubby's is a clothing brand. Matter of fact, George Kittle has been modeling for them for a while. Probably back, I, probably since January. You've seen George Kittle kind of wear like some of these crazy loud colored track suits and things like that. That's the Chubby's brand. They do swimwear. They do all kinds of stuff. They got stuff for kids. Uh, you know, all everybody. They probably even have stuff for animals. Shit is expensive too, by the way. Chubbies, I'm not getting paid to talk about your products up there, but I will talk about my guy, George Kittle, because he's one of my favorite guys, period, in the discussion. He's one of the, my favorite players, one of my favorite guys. I mean, ever since he came into the NFL and we got a chance to see what his demeanor was going to be like, you fell in love with George Kittle. Then he has this all-pro season, and you just you were just 
super deep in love with George Kittle. And then you, you know, you liked him as a guy, you liked him as a football player. And now you just love him, right? Shout out to Claire Kittle for signing off on this. He has the dopest wife in the world. Well, I, I, at the end of the day, I mean, she had to agree. Uh, I wonder what that check is like. Um, but I tell you what, Kittle is out there promoting his brand, getting his name out there. Uh, you know, let me just remind everybody. Uh, and Felicia says, I don't see nothing wrong. I'm just curious to know, Felicia, if that's the tone that you are saying this with. If not, my bad. And if I offended anybody, my bad again. But I can't stop. The music is just too good. Because I don't see nothing wrong. Hey, come on. With a little. All right, we'll keep it G-rated. But my point is, you, you got to kind of look at it life without football and, and players kind of got to make make they bread my man and this is why we're here i do you all right the question is thoughts on on the video okay now my man fernando got to give him the ear horns ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. My man, Fernando, I'm laughing because of one of the comments on the video, so my apologies. Um, 49ers underscore throwback, a.k.a. Fernando. Oh, no. Fernando says I offended him. Um, my apologies. He says, I don't like it laughing my ass off, but the fact that you put the LMAO in there is cool because you laughed, but I respect it. Uh, and so at the end of the day, look, here, here's the thing, right? You have to look at football players as commodities right i know they're human beings i know they're football players but they're also entities and businesses and at the end of the year they get a 1099 and for those that don't know what 1099s are this is, i know this is boring but this is just kind of what it is they're they're their own business they're their own entity and they got to figure out ways how to how to get paid when they ain't playing football <laughs> Right. Plus, there's also a life after football. And so not every NFL player is going to become a realtor or some type of investor or this is that in the third or whatever. Miss Debbie, don't be putting that link out there because and matter of fact, Miss Debbie, you contact Chubbies and tell them to sponsor the show. and We'll put the link out there as much as we need to. Yeah. Don't click on that link until there's a promo code that says breezy. Uh, <laughs> Um, but no, seriously, like I'm, I'm, I'm like, we got to kind of, I just thought this was, was, was this a little bit over the board or was this, was everybody's cool with it? You know, I, everybody know some people like pineapples. Some people don't like pineapples. I, do you guys understand the pineapples? Uh, I'm looking at a comment that said that this makes me want pineapples cool at the end of the day george kittle is doing his thing and all i care about from george kittle is him producing on the football field and at the end of the day guess what that's what george kittle does he's a producer he gets out there he produces so george kittle continue making your bread continue living your best life can't wait to see you in 2023 okay i can't i can't wait to see him in 2023 not in chubbies just on the football field in red and gold that it's gonna be dominant it's gonna be dominant it's gonna be super dominant like i think george kiddo is probably gonna i will come out here and say this george kiddo will be the best tight end in 2023 let that sink in where's my ding ding pause
best best tight end in 2023. Now, before we take a pivot and kind of get to the the, the fact tracks faction of the show that I kind of want to talk about for a little bit, and then I'm going to open up the phone lines for a couple of you. I, want, I have a question for you. I want to get your take on it. Okay, uh, and and we'll switch it over to that. Before we do that, I asked earlier on the show, what in the hell does Joe? Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's a question. PG has a question. She says, "So breezy, you're gonna do it if Chubby sponsors you." Now, Chubby says that they did not tell George Kittle to do this, and he kind of went overboard with it. But if the check is right, I'm showing all the Chub. I'll leave it at that. All right. Thank you, PG. Appreciate that. Um, it was the wrong time. <laughs> Let's kick it off into uh <laughs> wait a minute. What is going on? And see, this is what's wrong with the world right now. All right. So we got a super chat contribution from Jacqueline. Uh, and it only took George Kittle pineapples. Now, Kittle is making pineapple juice. And Ah, uh, okay. Uh, that's kind of like what it is. This is not the platform for what uh what we're, where we're going, but I get it. I mean, all we saw was pineapples. That, that that was it. It was SpongeBob City all throughout the Chubby's promo. I, I would leave it at that. All right. So hey, it is cool, man. If you like pineapple juice, go ahead and check out the promo for Chubby's. Miss Debbie put the link inside uh the chat. Absolutely golly absolutely all right so let's go ahead and go ahead and get to there was something that was said earlier i wanted to know about like like joe like coffee and the joe and so um i have to check out the link uh but where joe came from the cup of joe where did the term come I, I didn't get a chance to click on the link yet but miss debbie did put the link out there i'll get a chance to to, to click on it <laughs> they better be in school they should be in school. Matter of fact, the kid that stole my last channel wasn't in school. That was the whole problem. Uh, but yeah, uh, Chrissy, uh, I don't know. Could be, could be AI. Actually, Chrissy, 1687, I don't even care. I Like at the end of the day, that's my guy. I'm going to support my guy uh, to an extent. All right. I'll support him to, the, to an extent. All right. Here we go. Let's talk about Brock Purdy, uh, his return. This week, uh, he's going to be throwing this week. So that's pretty damn cool, right, Brock Purdy? Now, there's a small, slight possibility that he's a little bit ahead of schedule, all right? Small, slight possibility. Uh, but on June 2nd, which is Friday, uh, he should be out there uh, playing. Well, well, at least throwing. And, 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 and there's going to be levels to the throwing ladies and gentlemen there's levels to the throwing okay levels he's not going to be throwing a football at 75 miles per no 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 there's going to be levels to the throwing okay uh if you guys have some questions out there super chat comments i promise i'll get to some of those toward the end of the show all right brock purdy begins to throw this week per ian rapaport now ian rapaport made a pretty i would say bullish type of statement uh wanna i wanna play it's, it's pretty long i gotta try to find out exactly where it is i didn't do my i didn't really map this out the way i should have this week is 
that real? And is there now no longer really a worry for the Niners at quarterback? It's definitely going to be Purdy week one, or is there still going to be some sort of competition? Okay, so let's say he's throwing this week. First of all, that would be really good news because that would mean he's basically either on track or like a small bit ahead of schedule. That is all very good. So what this means is he now has a three-month, based on the original time frame, has a three-month time where he's got to start throwing and then get to a point where he is regularly throwing without issue. This should be right before the start of the season, probably early, early September, where he should be around 100%. This is all very good news. So if that is the case, if he's throwing this week and, you know, hopefully he has no setbacks, if this continues to be the case, then you are looking at realistically he could maybe start week one, or if not week one, pretty surely thereafter. Right? Like if it's- All right, we'll leave it at that because I, I kind of like that Ian Rappaport is kind of fixing himself. He's kind of learning on the fly. He came out with some pretty – I got to get some chapstick from my lips. He came out with some pretty bold statements about – the 49ers and the quarterback situation, especially when it pertains to Sam Darnold, and he kind of overshadowed or overlooked Trey Lance, and now you're getting the Brock Purdy. So he's kind of being safe in what he's trying to describe uh, when it comes to Brock Purdy. So I'm I'm curious to know. All right, and I have a question. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you guys on the show. I want to get your takes on it. All right. Now here's the thing. He's going to begin to throw this week, and again, like I said, this is not going to be like throwing with the ones. Trey Lance, Sam Darnold, those would be your guys as of right now. But he is on schedule to begin throwing, which is is good news. According, even Ian Rappaport, I I agree, it's good news. You're getting you're getting back uh, uh, Brock Purdy at some point in this season anyway, so it is good news. Here's the thing, though. Uh, there's there's some disclaimers in there because there could be setbacks, there could be this, there could be that. So you definitely want to take it slow. But what I got from Ian was that he's on that trajectory to be ready to go week one, which is another motherfreaking curveball thrown or a breaking pitch, slider, whatever you want to call the shit, it's breaking because you're just like, damn it. You, 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 you're, it's Trey Lance versus Sam Darnold. You knew Brock was coming back. You just kind of was like, hey, don't rush him back. Kind of let him chillax for a little while. Let's see what we got in Trey. If Trey ain't working, put in Sam Darnold. Or Sam, and by that time, you can come back to a Brock Purdy. You had plenty of time to kind of like rejuvenate and be back to 100%. But then it gets interesting because if Brock Purdy's at 95%, Come early September, and I'm talking week one of September, this is going to be interesting. Don't you think? Just a tad bit interesting. So just as you think that the 49ers are kind of settling in on some type of decision at quarterback, Brock Purdy can hit us with another ooey. Like that's that's so cool to me. Like the Niners quarterback controversy continues because if Brock Purdy is good to go and doctors are clearing him to play and throw, do you put him on the PUP? Do you or do you do you put him in there week one? Oh, I love it. Pineapple Express is cool, Ryan. What a great movie too, by the way. Which never mind. That if you didn't see the movie, oh well. It was like half baked part two. I'll leave it at that. Anyway, yeah, so this is this is a little curious to see that the 49ers, even in good news, there's going to be some type of controversy. So here's my question. 
All right, here's my question to you. And I, it's probably a lame-ass question, but at this point, I don't really care because we're going to be talking about this until we're not talking about it. All right, so question of the day. If Purdy is ready to go week one, what does that mean for Trey Lance? All right, so if Purdy is ready to go week one, what does that mean for Trey Lance? And if you got the courage to come on international YouTube television and talk about it, then be my guest. Put your magic to the test. I'm going controversy. Put the link inside of the chat. Now, the link should be there for everybody that's watching on Facebook, Instagram, whatever you're watching. It should be there. You should be able to click on it and be good to go. So I tell you what, I'm going to take the first three to five people that click on the link. I want to know how you feel about this. I got two already in the queue looking to get three more. If not, the, the, the people that are here in the, in the, in the queue got three. Uh, we'll have more time. Okay? So interesting, interesting, interesting that the 49ers, even with good news, still may be into some type of controversy. Now, just to give a little uh, of leeway on what's going on, Trey Lance looks like he's improving. He's out there doing his thing. He looks like he's gotten better. Uh, you've seen that he's he only missed four passes at one of the OTA practices that the media was at. We don't know kind of we kind of don't have stats. We're not really statting at these other practices. I got my five. I got I got my Furious Five. All right, Furious Five is in the building. We get ready to get started. All right, we're gonna start with my man Dion. Guys, listen, you have three minutes. If you can keep it to three minutes, please do so. I want to make sure I give everybody there a lot of time. People are at work taking a break. And y'all know, black people, when we break, we break. I miss Bernie Mac. R.I.P. Bernie Mac, man. All right, Dion, here you go. What's going on, baby? Oh, breezy, I don't, I don't mean to make you laugh, you bro. Said, <laughs> you said Bernie, man. I, hey, believe me. Boy, hey, Bernie Mac was the coldest, man. Cold, bro. Yeah. Cold. Oh, All the way God. back from Def Comedy Jam, man. Cold. And unapologetic. I loved it, man. I, I loved, loved it. Man. How, how you doing, first of all? Uh, I'm good, and, man. I'm good. Listen, I, I know you, you're tired of talking about this, just like as I am and everybody mm. else. But it's 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 who we it's part of our identity as 49ers is who we are. We it's not a bad controversy. Contra all controversy isn't bad. It's just controversy. So at yeah. this point, you're getting good news about Brock Purdy. But what does this mean for a guy like Trey Lance? It's not good news for him. Uh, um, I, just in my opinion, if Brock Purdy is fully healthy and ready to go, they're going with him week one. You got to think about it, man. Kyle is one of those people. You know what? I'm going to say this, and, and I'm going to say this with, with limits. Kyle is like Dr. Dre. You got to have a hit for him to really invest in you. Because a lot of people don't realize Dre had a billion artists. Not every one of them hit. And most of the time, the ones he messed with are the ones that already had something cooking. When he latched on the game, game had a hit. When he latched on the M, he made sure M had a hit. You know, Snoop had a hit. Dre himself had hits. So it's like Kyle will have hits. But if you don't have a hit when you come to him, it's not going down. 
I just don't believe that he's going to give Trey Lance that fair, honest shake unless by some freak of nature, God forbid, um, chance that something happens to him. You good, Breezy? I'm good. I just read their private chat. When you get a chance, check it out. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, nah, seriously, like I, I get where you're coming from. Uh, and, you know, it's it's tough for Trey because he's going to get these opportunities. He's going to yep. get them. But again, like, how do you if, if Brock is cleared 100 percent, 95 percent, if he's not giving you any setbacks, he's clearly the proven guy. He he's the leader of the clubhouse. He's the guy that they feel like can be the franchise guy. We don't know what it's going to be like, though, when he gets yeah. out there. But how does this affect Trey Lance? And you, I think you said it. You said it. it, it it's not it's not a it's not a good situation for him to be in. Yeah, because I don't think they're gonna give him a fair shake when it comes to training camp when they're saying like, oh, this will be a competition. Nah, that's that's BS. You're gonna give Brock the bulk of the the you know the work, you're gonna give Trey some of the work, and Sam Darnold's gonna take the scraps. And the notion that uh, people keep putting out there that Sam Darnold has any chance at beating Trey Lance out. It's just flat out ridiculous. I've told you guys a million times, this, and these are facts, so they're not to be disputed. USC quarterbacks don't win in the NFL. The last great USC quarterback was Carson Palmer, and he couldn't even win a playoff game. Mark Sanchez went to an AFC championship game two years in a row, though it was off of the Jets' defense. He still went. So he could say he did more as a USC quarterback than anybody has. But I'm sorry, Sam Darnold hasn't looked good since he's been in the league, and he's not going to just magically appear to look good now. Now, is he a good backup? Yes, but I don't think he's going to beat out Trey Lance. Um, I do know that Trey Lance, if anything, guaranteed spot is the backup, but I'm keeping it a buck. If I'm him and that happens to me, I want out next year. I don't want to be here. Let me go. Let me go somewhere where I can win, where I can actually do my thing and where people will be able to see my talents on display because I don't want to sit here and just be bored watching him out there playing. And I know I got talent. Very well said. We're going to have to uh, recap this show and, and, and talk about other possibilities for Trey Lance yeah. or, or, or the Niners if Brock does return earlier than what we expect. I mean, I was hoping he didn't come back. I was hoping that he would go on the PUP, which I still am, and then you give Trey time. But we'll see what happens. But, Dion, listen, you thank would. you for jumping on, bro. You're perfectly right on that one because that's what I was banking on. If we get if we give Lance at least, like, four to five weeks, it'd be all right. Appreciate you for having me, Breezy. Love Stay home. Yes, sir. All right, we got the bishop on deck. Tear Dome is in the place to be. You got me singing, count your blessings, name them one by one. But I don't know how <laughs> Mom Dukes got – controversy with count your many blessings you got to explain it before breezy, i start the clock breezy man my mom could mess up a song so bad and uh i i had my boys uh uh pastoral anniversary this weekend shout out to to bishop robert walker he's a pittsburgh Steelers fan but we praying for him amen <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to talk about this at, at the, I'm emceeing his event and, uh, mom used to just mess up songs, man. She, uh, back in the day, guy, the group guy with Ted yeah. Riley, Aaron Hall. And oh them, yeah. They I had like, a jam yeah. called let's chill. Let's chill. 
Yes, sir. I'll let Breezy hit it a little bit. A couple of notes. Yeah. Let's chill. Do, 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 do. Let's settle down. Mama swore up and down that song was last year. Got you. Because she thought it came out during Christmas, and she said, I thought the song was last year. And Prince's song, Controversy, Man, if she won't walk around that house singing, count your blessings. Do, count do, your blessings. Got do, you. Do, do. <laughs> oh, we got to do a hymn show so they can understand and we can correlate count your blessings to controversy. I appreciate you. But listen, man, I'm going to start your three minute clock. I don't have to preface you because you, you, you get the three minutes, man. Go ahead and let's talk about this. I am just, everybody knows, I'm just, I see it like Kyle and the organization sees it, man. Uh, Brock Purdy came in there, man, looking like a seasoned pro. And and I I, I thought it was just me. So I, I went and got what's called a confluence of others who study film and look at the quarterback position. You can go to J.T. O'Sullivan. Please go to Derek Carr. I got them written down here because I'm going to be on tonight at 7 o'clock talking about the status of the black quarterback in the National Football League. We're going to talk about black uh, 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 head coaches in the National Football League on Real Talk, Niner Talk, 7 p.m. tonight. I went and looked at J.T. O'Sullivan. I looked at Derek Carr. I looked at Kurt Warner. I looked at Brad Graham. I looked at Larry Kruger. I looked at uh, uh, Johnny Dells. And I wanted to see if they are seeing what I was seeing with this kid. And to a man, man, this kid got something different. He really got something different. And I, I, I said, well, maybe it's it's just, you know, we're just looking at film or something like that. We're too nuanced. Let me go to the numbers. He increased everybody's numbers, man. Everybody. He increased Kittle's numbers. He went from four touchdowns with Jimmy G up to, up to seven touchdowns with him. He went from Brandon Ayuk, his yards per average, uh, Brandon Ayuk's yards jumped up because everybody said, well, that's because it's CMC. He, we just got CMC. So I looked at the other players, not just CMC. And then I wondered, what is wrong? What, what's the big deal with an all-pro Debo Samuels? I said, his numbers didn't go up. They, they kind of went down. What, what's the deal? I looked back. Debo got injured versus Tampa Bay. And he missed three games. That that's why Debo didn't go up, man. This kid's got something on him, man. This kid's got a poise. He's this got an anointing, a, a uh, nippleness. He's got that anointing on him. He's it's the got, it factor. That's he, what it is. He just got it for what Kyle is asking in his offense: the deep crossers, the speedo concepts, the Yankee concepts. The uh, the slide concepts in throwing, he looks downfield. He he's doing these subtle nuances, and I know everybody wants a big arm. You want him to throw it seventy yards in the air, and 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 that would be wonderful and good. And I'm not saying that 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 Trey isn't that guy. 
I'm not saying that Trey can't be that guy that will take off and run it all the way up field for 95 yards. But given what the San Francisco 49ers have seen, given what we've seen on the all 22s, given the games in which Trey was there, I we we just haven't seen it yet. And and everybody's saying just give him a chance and let him do this. Let let him grow. We we got somebody grown. We we we, we you know it it might not look like you want it to look, but David didn't look like a king. He he had seven brothers and they was tall and they was six four and they was pretty and they had uh, pineapples in front of them and all of that. But God said, no, I want that little one. I, I want that young one. Th that's who I chose to be y'all king. I want him. And it's in first Samuel's the 16th chapter. 16 is reticent of the great Joe Montana. It don't look right. It, it don't. Uh, uh, thank you, Rich. Yeah, with God, all things are possible. That's that Matthew. I think that about twenty-one, verse uh, twenty-nine. I believe. If, if if I ain't got a typo in my mind, yes. It, it, with with him, all things are pass possible. It might be Matthew nineteen. Now that I think about it, uh, we're the faithful. Uh, the book of Matthew, the twenty-fifth uh, chapter, around the twenty-third verse. It says. Uh, uh, if you're faithful over a few things, I'll make you ruler of many. Come and join in me with the joy of the glory of the Lord. We just got to be faithful and, and know that these guys have been in, in every meeting. They've been in every practice. They've been in everything. And they've seen trade to a man. And they know, hey, I got some reservations a little bit. And which the factual to the actual Trey was out there getting with a new QB coach, learning his techniques. I have a, I have it on my phone. I will show it. I told Trey, as I told Colin Kaepernick back in 2022, you got some hiccups in your mechanics, man. Get with, I told him, get with Tom house, who was drew breezes mm -hmm. and, 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 uh, uh, the great uh, uh, Tom Brady, the goat to me, I said, get with him. It's 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 a little. I see you drawing it out long. I see you. You don't have that hand over your left foot on release. Just get get with him. Get with him. I I got it on here, man. And um, he, oh, I believe he finally you. did it. He finally did it. He went out and and seeked uh, uh, Christensen. Amen. Yeah. His name Jeff. is Christensen. The first six letters. I love that. But. But he's coming along, and I, I think Trey, I think the world of him. I love him. He looks like my youngest son. He looks just like Isaiah Terra. Shouting him out today, man. He came down with a little girlfriend and visited. We ain't going to get into all that. Okay, but, that's a, yeah, that's it. <laughs> but, but, but I am a Trey guy. I was excited for Trey as everybody else, but sometimes manna from heaven shows up, and it <sighs> And you can't you can't fight fate, right? You can't fight when those things kind of happen. You just gotta gotta go along with it. Now, fortunately, and this is tough to say, but fortunately, uh, Tara and I appreciate you, Bishop. Uh, fortunately for for Trey Lance, Brock ended up getting injured, so the manner it has to be set aside. 
And so this is Trey Lance's opportunity to come back out there and to show and prove. Yes, sir. But if Brock is ready, there's another curveball. Let me get everybody else on. They've been patiently waiting, bro. I appreciate you, man. Okay, my man. Thank y'all. God bless y'all out there, man. And, and ladies, leave that pineapple alone. Uh, you know. <laughs> Thank you, brother. We'll leave it at that. The beautiful Leslie is on board. What's going on, sis? Good morning. I am going to change to my George Kittle designed glasses. Hey, wait, wait, hold up, hold, hold up, hold up. Now, if you guys want to get a pair of these glasses, I can tell you right now, you can go to zennyoptical.com. Let me get the God blessed link. There it is. Like, tell you what, now you can use, there's a link in the description of the show. You can click on and you can save on your purchase. Tell them Breezy sent you. Shout out to Miss Klinger. She's got them joints on. Matter of fact, I'm going to put mine on while she's talking. Yes. And um, the word of the day is, of course, pineapple. <sighs> Be still my heart. Now, you know, interesting question. So I really, I very much appreciate what the bishop just shared with all of us. Amen. Like many of you, and uh, I will tell you that as as Brock continued at when when he took over, as he continued with each game. I felt this confidence in our quarterback that I hadn't felt for a long, long time. And the only thing I can and can link it to is the confidence that I felt when I saw Joe Montana or Steve Young walking onto the field. And it wouldn't matter if we were down by three touchdowns. I had a confidence. And that was the sort of the same way that I felt. All that being said, I'm the faithful, and I put it in the chat. If they decide that Wayne is going to be starting day one and he's going to be the quarterback under under center, I will be rooting for him. Will I be happy? Not particularly, but I will be rooting for you. Yeah, I will be the one going, you can do this. Come on. Appreciate it. Appreciate so, it. The question is, Brock is ruled to be 95%, and it's day one. And we have seen his performance in training camp and preseason and we can say that performance is equal to or better than Trey then the the next factor that you've got to look at is how does the team respond because I saw the team responding to Brock in a way that I didn't see them respond to Jimmy in the past I saw Things like numbers for George Kittle improve. Um, Kyle stepping up and do something different. Brandon stepping up and do something. All there was Debo. This should be Debo year. This I'm gonna. This is the year of the Debo. All of that stuff is gonna see how do those players respond to that general on the field? Do they respond more to Brock? Do they show that confidence? That's a factor that we won't be able to see until we see them on the field playing, right? We see that. And, you know, I was huge. I am a huge fan of Trey. I was excited when we traded up and, and drafted that kid. And I still think he's one of the characterized. He is one of the greatest guys we've got in the, in the NFL. But it's going to come down to... Who's got the, the confidence of the team? 
who is the general that we can put on the field to take us to our sixth Super Bowl, which I still say, even though Jimmy has thrown another wrench into everything I predict, I still say we will be beating the Raiders in their home field this next Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't know who their quarterback is going to be. That man could get injured walking to the mailbox. What in the hell? You He's know? Mr. Glass. He's oh, the... my God. He is the Tony Romo of the, of the 2000s. I mean, that was the thing about Tony Romo. You run up to him and just go, good morning, touch him on the shoulder, and you've broken his collarbone, and he's out again for the season. You know, with, with Jimmy, just walk up and you go, look over there. He's injured. So, you I, know, I, uh, I, Listen, I think Jimmy belongs in the booth, uh, and he probably get hurt on his way to the booth. But no, seriously, you said it, uh, and I'm sorry that he threw a wrench in your prediction. And for those that don't know, there's an episode where Leslie came on here, uh, and I believe there's a YouTube short out there on the channel, and she said that she's predicting the 49ers versus the Raiders, which she still feels they're going to get there. Now their quarterback, if I'm not mistaken, is Brian Hoyer. Right. <laughs> so, so this prediction becomes a little shaky. You know it does. You got you got to stand with it. But you know it, that that was a very early bold prediction. It was before we knew that Jimmy was going to have surgery, and they don't know what's going to happen. But Leslie, I love you. I appreciate everything that you do for the faithful. As for me, you hurt my feelings a little bit, but I'll get over. I'm a big boy, uh, and I'll get over that. You know, I won't be happy. No. But I'm gonna support it. I got you. I like I, you know. But I appreciate you. Thank you so much Thank for joining, you, my friend. Bye, All guys. Right. Bye, bye. That was funny. Shout out to everybody out there that's been waiting patiently to join the stream, man. I'm gonna get you on here. I know y'all on breaks and things like that. I told you, uh, Ronnie. What's going on, baby? Hey, what's going on? Nothing much, man. Again, I know it seems like we talk about the quarterback situation here in San Francisco, uh, and it's because there's just no set in stone quarterback. So there's nothing set in concrete, brick, stone, or whatever you want to call it. And so this is good news. We got good news about Brock possibly being healthy and ready to go week one. So if he's at 95%, like what does this mean for Trey Lance? My, my take's a little bit different than I see everybody else. Everybody's on the Brock train. I like Brock. I do agree with her that the confidence that we had in Brock, I felt that too. You, when you you like, you know what? He can he can bring us back. We got this. You know, he is one of the first that I could say gave us confidence. Like, is that with Garoppolo? We're like, oh boy, oh boy. Like you you're on you're on edge. So I do I do give that to Brock. But what I think. This is like probably the best case scenario for Trey is for Brock to come back. Every quarterback we've had have gotten hurt. It will get the jitters off of Trey. He can even pick up maybe a few things from Brock. They pick up from each other. And if, God forbid, something happens to Brock, you can slide in there and bring us home. That's the way I see it. I, I you know, I think it'd be too much pressure for Trey to come in. Everybody's going to be looking at him. All eyes are going to be on him because Brock is sitting there. What Brock did. What you want is Brock to come in. Let Brock do his thing. If Brock can do his thing, then great. I'm a 49er fan. Let's go. Let's go Brock all the way. But if something happens, he falls off the shoulder, you know, the arm's not right. Guess what? Now Trey gets to slide in there and be the hero. I want to be the hero. That's what I want to be. So, Trey, this is good. 
This is good for Trey. I, I, I'm, I, I'm silent because I love the freaking take, right? <laughs> like, um, but 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 I I there's a little pushback because I think the scenarios are are slightly different. And and hear mm-hmm. me out. When Brock Brock was drafted in the second round, Trey was traded up and picked in the first round. Possibly yeah. he was a seventh rounder. I'm just saying that that's how some people looked and viewed him. So. Yeah. I like the fact that you said Trey's mindset. He can come in and say, hey, I can save this team. You know what? I, I can come in and be the hero. But I would think that the pressure would be more on Trey because he was picked and selected as in the first round, and the stuff that was gave up for him was to get this guy to come in. And so I think that pressure would be a little bit more. And so I don't, I don't want him to have to deal with that pressure. I want him – I want Trey to start. And I want Trey to go through the growing pains. And it's different for Brock where when Brock came in, the team was just at that point. If it work, it work. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. But when you True. put in Trey Lance, you're expecting it to work, period. And that's a lot of pressure on the young guy that hasn't and, played and much football. And I and that's where I'm coming from. And I just think if he came in, that pressure is still going to be there. I think they're going to even so more because of what Brock did. Everybody knows, hey, Brock was bringing us. He hasn't lost. This is true. I think, this is true. I think that pressure is going to be greater on him if he starts than if he sits back and wait for his, his slot. Wait for that slot to, you know, come in for him. If he, he doesn't even have to wait for um, if Brock makes a mistake or her. He has two options, you know, a greater chance of him stepping in of if, Brock gets caught up. Like we did see Brock did a great job, but there was many, many balls that were just a hairline fracture from being intercepted. That can also show up. The league could catch up with him. And then who do you have? You have Trey right there. Mm-hmm. It- we're still talking about, you know, the last pick of the draft. <laughs> like We're still talking, you know, he did great. And hopefully he is, you know, the guy that we hope he is. We all want that. We're all 49 fans. And I hope that Brock can bring it in, and I'll be right there saying, go Brock. But if not, I think 49ers are in the best-case scenario. You got Trey sitting right there, hungry, hungry. Uh, listen, at the end of the day, Ronnie, there's pressure. Now, it's up to Trey yeah. Lance to take whatever the pressure is and turn it into a diamond. So yep. I think that's who Trey Lance is as a person. I think he's cool under pressure. So it doesn't matter what the scenario is, uh, whether he's he's going to be the starter week one or whether he's the reserve. And, and if, God forbid, if something happened again, he ends up coming yeah. in there and doing his thing. At the end of the day, I think I'm with you. Regardless of the situation, I think Trey Lance makes the best of it. So whether he starts yeah, I, or whether I he, he does, does it, he makes the best of it. And I, I honestly think also we're going to see a true te- test of uh, Brock because he hasn't had any pressure. He came ah. in. He hasn't had the pressure. Now, when if he comes in and they do go to him, they all everybody's been saying all offseason, he's the man. He's going to be you know, number one. The pressure has been put on Brock. Let's see, are you going to be able to handle that pressure? He hasn't had to do that. You came in on a wing and a prayer. Say, hey, I can do whatever I want. Now yeah. the yeah. pressure is going to be on him. Yeah. There it is. They're calling him the number one. 
There it is. When they call, hey. when they call, when they call you number one, that's you when the pressure starts. Num- yes, the you ex- got to do number one thing. I get where you're going. The expectations are number one yeah. or, or bust. I, I get it. Yeah. That's either you're going to be number one guy or They're you're not. They're not calling Trey number one right now. They're ah. calling number one. So wow. that's where the pressure is. Got you. Got you. Well said. Well said. And well, w- way to come back from my rebuttal. Uh, I yeah. loved it. I loved it 100%. Listen, enjoy your day at work, man. I appreciate you for jumping on, bro. All right. Back to work right. for me. Peace out, bro. I told you when black people break, we break, bro. He was not going to leave until he got on here and gave that take. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to his job for allowing him to do that. He's a 49er faithful connoisseur, and and, and I'm glad that he was able to be here with us. Eddie G, uh, oh, real quick shout out to my boy, my boy, my guy, my man, Travis King in the building. These were actually a gift from Travis King, so I did want to point that out. It's funny, I put these on, he showed up. So what I'm going to do is every day, I'm going to put these on, you better show up in my chat. It's like it drew the superstar to the show. If you guys don't know who Travis King is, go Google him. Google me, baby. Google me, baby. All right. Shout out to my guy, Travis King. Eddie G in the place to be. What's going on, bro? It's good to see you at home and not working for a change. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How you doing, my brother? I'm doing real good, my brother. I'm doing good. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit. I'm getting over the Celtics loss, but I'm doing good. Yeah, my heart goes out to you. My heart, you know, my heart went out to Peach. I'm not a huge basketball fan, but yeah. I'm a sports fan. So I know when Appreciate people hurt that. when their teams go down, and I'm sorry to see but- that. I don't I don't think people understood my hurt though. So shout out to my man Hurricane, uh, who's in the chat. Congratulations to the Heat. I tell you what, my level of respect has grown for Jimmy Butler. I just need 30 seconds and then you can have your three minutes, I promise. So um I'm 49. I'm a sports fan too, and I all my teams are the close but no cigar teams. So just think about it. I was sitting at the NFC championship game and what happened, bro? My quarterback oh. got hurt, right? That like, and there was really no chance. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to the Eastern Conference Final Game Seven because I didn't. I just just didn't have the the, the balls. There it is. Boom. All right. But I'm sitting in front of the television, and what happened? The best player on the team gets hurt in 28 seconds, and I'm like, okay, God, I understand. Yeah. It ain't meant for Breezy to go celebrate yet. You got a different plan. So. I'm good. That's how I'm coping with it. Don't bust my bubble. Let me live that. That's my 30 seconds. Let's talk about Trey Lance. Let's talk about Brock Purdy and his return. I'd love to get your take on this. Yes, sir. Um, first off, all the all the people been on here, Leslie, Teradome, Dion, Ronnie, great takes. I love what everybody feels about this, all different stuff. And I like a lot of the things they said. Uh, Ronnie, the only thing I disagree with Ronnie said about the hero thing, I don't want a hero. I want a quarterback. And I want Trey to get his shot because not only does he deserve a shot, he needs a shot, but this team needs to know what they have in him because if they don't have it in him, we know what we have in Brock. Now we don't know what's going to happen after the surgery. This is going to be year two. And now there's a lot of film on Brock. Teams are going to adjust. So that's where that comes in. But I believe Brock has it. I'm with Teradome. Brock has it. He's got he's got what he needs to be a, a great quarterback for this team. But this is a da- this is a, to me it's a dangerous thing for Trey because bottom line point blank I've said for Brock he's got the experience. Trey didn't get all the experience he needed in college. Now COVID hit he had you know that was hard he 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 wasn't he opted out that year. That's a lot of time and now we're in what year three. 
lot of time he hasn't had on that football field. And not his fault. Yeah. It's not his fault. That's the thing. It's not a blame game. It's not his fault. Yeah, because because Man. they expected Trey to beat out Jimmy Garoppolo year one. Yeah. I, I didn't expect him to beat him. I just wanted to go with him. Like, I just wanted him to get in there at some point. I thought Kyle would pull the thing, but he didn't. And we mm-hmm. went to the NFC Championship game that year, too. I don't know if people remember that. But that was with Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. But, you know, that's what happened. But people expected him. Oh, he didn't beat out Jimmy Garoppolo, so he can't be good. Well, Jimmy Garoppolo is still a good quarterback. He just sucks as a 49er quarterback. <laughs> well, I mean... You guys already kind of hit on it. I mean, he hadn't even taken the field for the Raiders yet, and we've already heard about an injury. So it's – I mean, what do you say? The the guy – I agree with you. Maybe he just belongs in the booth. Take them looks and put them on the camera. You know, I mean, that's it's, – it's, I don't hate Jimmy. That's the thing. No. I was I was there. I was there the game that CJ went down and Jimmy was coming in, and I was excited just like everybody else. I was there. That's the only game I've been at Levi's. It was at that game, and – I, you know, I never hated Jimmy. It was just like, here we go again. Here's another one. And now the Vegas Raider fans are going to have to deal with that. But that's another thing. But um, I will say this. Um, my thing, and I've stuck to this, and, you know, my dad and my mother and father were just here for a week visiting from California. Uh, my daughter graduated high school. They got to come out. So I got to sit with dad at across the table and talk about it. He loves Brock Purdy. And I just told him, I said, dad, here's my thing. I want Brock to start out on the pup. I want Trey to get his shot. And I think if you give him four games and you don't see something you like and Brock's ready to go, you have your answer. You know, I just think that's the way I hope it works out. That's my opinion. I'm going to stick with that feeling. If Trey's ready or if Brock's ready week one, if I think like Kyle Shanahan, Brock's starting. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just, that's how I feel. And I'm not, I can't speak for the man, but he saw what he had in Brock. Like we've already heard the team is behind Brock. They know what they have in Brock. They don't really quite know what they have in Trey and his team wants to win. They're ready to win. They, that, that I couldn't imagine as a fan, that feeling in that NFC championship game, I wasn't there with you, but just sitting at home, my brother, I sunk into that couch. I mean, I, I, I knew that was it. You know, there's no, when he wasn't coming back out, I, I knew we were done. And that was the, I, you talk about heartbreak. I can't imagine what those players were feeling like on the sideline trying to stay positive, but they were, they were done. Even the Eagles fans, I, Jason Kelsey even said that we knew they couldn't throw the ball. Our defense was just going to eat. And, you know, but anyway, I'm excited. I hope that's the way it works out. Brock on pup. Trey gets his shot. And I hope Trey makes the most of it because in the long run, if he doesn't play all season, we find something, he puts some stuff on tape. And if they don't go, if he gets taken out for Brock, I hope he gets a chance on another team because I want it the best for him. I want him yeah. to play. The man needs to play. It's his job. He wants to do it for his job. So I'm I agree. hundred percent. I agree. One thousand percent, bro. One one thousand percent. Very well said. Uh, you, you know, we here's the thing. You know, we, we just kind of don't know. And mm-hmm. we're just going off of the reports that we're getting. Uh uh, Brock, it has not been cleared to play. So let me make that clear. This is not mm-hmm. a block. Brock Purdy returns and he's been cleared. That is not what the title of the show is. He's just no. returning to practice. You can take it how you want. If you watch the show, you'll understand where we're coming from. Don't forget to hit that like button too, by the way. But no, here's the thing. Like he's returning to practice and that's a good thing because for Brock, 
he's he's building up his muscle room. He's getting back into the swing of things. He's kind of going back through the motions. For Trey, oh, this guy trying to come back and take my job. All right, let me ramp it up a little bit. Oh, the competition about to be fierce, bro. Oh, I'm telling I'm you. I'm excited, bro. I'm so <clears throat> football is getting going. This is where, you know, the this is, you know, my son's football start getting ready to start for high school. He's got a crazy football fan dad who loves it. And, you know, I'm, I'm he's, you know, you met my son in Atlanta. Yes, he's sir. Get, he's getting into it. He loves it. Um, we will be in Jacksonville. We're coming to the game. We will I'll be at the Rush Road Trip party. See we already there. got our tickets, man. We're we're excited for this season. And I'm just ready for this to play out. If it, and if you, if none of y'all know who Travis King is, I know. I told you. You go. You go get that. Go put on that. Put on track and watch the video on YouTube. You see our boy Wayne Breezy and John Chapman in there at the end. <laughs> I'm telling you, that will get you hyped. If you don't, if you are a 49er fan, a part of the faithful, that will hype you up like that. That was kind of dope because Trav, uh, he hit us up and he told me the night before, but I don't. I, I think he knows me now. But like, whatever he said that night, I just I, I fucking forgot. Like I totally <laughs> forgot. Like, I, and so shout out to Travis King because he came and was like, this boy Breezy don't fucking listen. So he came and found us out of that whole state. Like he, he can't, you know, when I tell you that brother is somebody like, I, it's a blessing to know who he is. It's a blessing to say that that's my boy. That's my friend. Like for him to do that, to go out his way to make sure that we got a spot in his promo, his video, mm -hmm. his shine. That lets you know the type of person he is. So if you don't know who he is, if you don't support Travis King, then and I'm not just talking musically because he's doing content creating as well. And so mm -hmm. him and I are working out uh, a schedule to where we could give you guys something on, on, on the regular. We're going to hit you out when football season starts. But shout out to Travis King. Really cool guy. Thanks for letting me rock with you, bro. But listen, I appreciate you for being on here, Eddie G. Let me get John on here. He's going to close us out. Yeah. And, and yeah, just last thing I, I say it every time in the chat. You all get a chance to go to these rush road trips. You get a chance to meet Breezy in person. He's just like he is in person, as you see on this screen. He's the same guy. He's energy. He loves to meet people. I got to meet the entire nitty-gritty crew, John Chapman, awesome people. They get the faithful together. Go to the parties. They are a blast. My son and I had a blast. We're looking forward to Jacksonville. Appreciate Love you, bro. brother. Love you too, man. All right. I got the one and only, the great John V. Uh, and then before I bring him on, I hit up John and I said, John, um, you know what I'm saying? I, I appreciate you uh, and what you do for me. You've been supporting me. You've been day one, my guy. Thank you for the King Griffey Jr. card. But my favorite player was Frank Thomas. Is, how do you find these cards? Well, I don't even know what they are anymore. I used to be a card collector too back in the day, but John is, he's still doing it at the age of 95. So I said, John, I need a Frank Thomas rookie card. So the other day, there was a package for me. And he didn't put it was from him, obviously. But I opened it up. It was the Frank Thomas rookie card. Mint condition. Hard case. So, John V., I'm bringing you on, bro. I just want to know I love you and I appreciate you, bro. I love you too, brother, man. Uh, you work hard for us, my man. And I see the little things that you do, bro. So... It was my pleasure. Thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. Listen, John, you usually come up here with questions and stuff, right? But yeah. I need an answer from you because okay. people need to understand and respect your takes because your takes 
are a lot more logical and less emotional uh, at times. You've had time to ponder. I had to say at times. I had to put that disclaimer in there. You've had time to ponder this, and we're going to be talking about it for the next several weeks. So let's get ready. We, I, I'm jumping starting the Trey-Brock battle because, remember, I kept saying it's not going to be a battle between Brock because he shouldn't be cleared to do anything. But now I feel like that's going to be shifting a little bit. Maybe Brock was always ahead of schedule. If Brock is ready to go week one, what does this mean for Trey Lance? I mean, it's simple. It's it just it's just another an obstacle. It's another obstacle. Like I've said this on my show, and I'm going to say it again. There will be a thirty for thirty on Trey Lance. Trey Lance is the the Forty Niners' future. I understand that Brock gave you a sample of what he could do, and it wasn't perfect. Okay, for those of you that are breaking down film, you know that, right? Uh, but Brock, Brock just simply came in and did his job, right? He did what was asked of him. He was the quarterback three. And that's, that's really plain and simple, man. He came out and he did what he had to do. Was he successful? Absolutely. Do I take that away from him? I'm not going to take it away from him, but I'm not going to reward him either. You weren't drafted third in the first round. Okay. And, and for those of you that are, you know, true fans then you would appreciate the capital that was spent on Trey Lance. And you should want to see what your capital has to, has to offer. Okay, sure. Has he been injured? Yes. Uh, is it fair to say that he hasn't had of uh, the, the, the Trey didn't get a chance stuff. Trey's had his chances. He's been injured. I mean, to say he hasn't had a fair chance, it's, it's, it's really not true, right? It, it, he got hurt. So he hurt his finger in the preseason. I didn't even realize how much that plagued his development. I had no idea. I always, I always noticed the finger this injury, young man. Right? Yeah, I'm like, why aren't yeah. you throwing a, a spiral ball? Why, why are you throwing a wobbly ball? Let's, what let's is going go on? Let's go back. Let's go back. Okay, let's go back to Trey coming out and getting drafted. That's where it started, right? Then the injury yeah. happened. So it started with the arm fatigue, and I know a lot of people didn't understand it. I didn't understand it. I didn't know that was a thing. And then Trey explained it on a a, a, a live uh, voice thing with Quincy Avery. He was explaining, he's like, listen, when I when I was I was throwing like 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 crazy prior to getting drafted because I was trying to get drafted. So I had to keep throwing. And then after I got drafted, I went straight to the, the Niners facility and I was throwing some more and I was throwing more and I was throwing and my arm got tired. And so like, like when he gives you this context, you're like, okay, I, it makes sense why a quarterback's arm would get tired if they didn't have the proper freaking rest like any other quarterback has before a season starts. So it made right. sense, the arm fatigue. At first, I didn't understand it. thought it was a crazy take. Mike Silver puts it out. I didn't really understand what arm fatigue was until Trey Lance actually broke it down. Because even in the takes that they were trying to explain, they couldn't explain what arm fatigue was because nobody ever heard the shit. So then when Trey Lance came on and said that's what it was, cool. Made sense to me. There was the context, okay? Now he's talking about the finger. I didn't know there was a separation in his finger. I didn't know that. I didn't know that that was the issue with Trey Lance. And remember, we kept saying, Kyle, Jimmy ain't healthy. Put this kid in. Neither was Trey Lance. And so now we understand why Trey wasn't getting more 
burn. Like it did, now it makes sense. I just wanted to Perfect add sense. those those contexts before they we get the the tweet saying that we don't add context. So go ahead. You know, and we were getting reports. <clears throat> we were getting reports that Trey was inaccurate, and he didn't throw a very precise spiral. Well, no shit. I mean, this here we are, dude. The ball rolls, spins off of these fingers, right? So, so if your yeah. finger is all crooked and shit, how are you supposed to throw anything worth the damn, right? So I'm putting this all together after the fact. I'm like, damn, I never realized that. I had no idea that this kid was dealing with a crooked finger. I had no clue, right? So fast forward now, Trey is training with Patrick Mahomes and Christensen, and, you know, and he's got this poise about him and he's throwing the ball and there's a, there's a tight spiral. And I, I, I believe, I believe that Trey um, will win his job in camp this season. I believe that he'll take it from Brock Purdy because the ceiling is higher. And we've said this, we've said this at nauseum. We've repeated this. Trey Lance is the prototypical quarterback that I want for my team. Brock Purdy is a great dude, right? He's a small, he's a small undersized quarterback. And I'm sorry, but I'm just not ready to see Brock take hits, you know, provided that he provided that he clears and he can play and he can, he can do everything 100. I'm going to be hiding my, I'm going to be hiding my face, closing my eyes every time the kid gets pressured, because I'm just going to be afraid that that ligament, that tendon is going to get knocked loose. Right. Like something about that injury just doesn't sit right with me. And, and the Niners are notorious for rushing players back and trying to trying to get, to, you know, they always want to get back to where they left off instead of just, you know, rolling with it. Like Trey Lance is the future. He was what you said he would be. You spent three first round picks to bring him to San Francisco. I would hate to see him go elsewhere and light us up. That chip on his shoulder would be devastating. And there will be a 30 for 30 on Trey Lance someday. I believe this. I, I believe this. I the agree. kid is too, he's too, he's too poised. He's a good dude, man. I, he's the prototypical quarterback. I, I feel like he's not going to make negative headlines. I feel like he's going to, he's going to, he's going to rise from the ashes, so to speak, man. He's going to be that Phoenix, right? And that's exactly how I see it. Like I'm, I'm, I have never faltered. I, I will always be Trey Lance. I mean, no matter where he ends up, I'm, I'm. Well, I mean, is would you say he's smaller than Trey Lance? I would say he's, I would say he's regular guy small. I would say he's regular guy size, but football size small. That does that make sense? Yeah, I, I would agree. Cause like, I guess. Think about, I mean, I've never seen him in person. Travis has been there, I guess. Well, because we'll Travis is Travis is pretty tall for a regular guy, but he's also not. He would probably be pro typical shorter athlete. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, think about yeah. it as a basketball player. God dang it! And, and you'd be like, "Yo, he's six three, but that's short, right?" But then when you mm. go to the six three guy, you'd be like, "Damn!" Like, like you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, right. regular guy, small. I mean, regular guy size, sports guy small. I think that's kind of what it is for him. So he probably is tall, but it's just to us, you know. I, I, everything everything that, that we hear is just Brock Purdy this, Brock Purdy that. 
You know, it's going to be hard for them to go back and develop Trey, right? I agree. It's going to be it's going to be hard. Like so, so you have to hope now that Trey has developed. Correct. Maybe not in in reps, but up up in his head. You got to hope that he's been on he's been on every meeting. He knows he knows the system. You have to hope that what he's learned, because he doesn't have to be better than Brock. He just has to execute That's as it. well. That's as it. well, oh, right? You know, and, and he has to make sure that his team is in position to win games. Because I think from, uh, 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 especially from the fan perspective, Trey Lance could look like shit out there. But if the team is still winning, they, they will be fine. When I go back and look at Tom Brady in his beginning days, he wasn't, he didn't look good. But damn it, mm-hmm. when he got the ball at the end, he made the right throws and the team could kick a field goal to win. So the wins are what really kind of brought the attention to Tom Brady, and then he started progressing and getting better as a quarterback. So, like, I think for Trey Lance, all he has to do is go out there and do exactly what you said, execute, and he'll be just fine. The wins will come, but he also has to show that he's developing. Now, I think part of that also comes with the play calling and all that type of stuff, right? Call the right plays for this kid. Like. Don't have him doing X, Y, and Z when he's better at A, B, and C, and he'll get better at the X, Y, and Z as time goes along. So if you set him up for success, I feel like he'll be successful. That comes down yeah, to Yeah, I mean, call. Brock got better with reps. Right. Brock got better with reps. And then he also struggled with certain reps. Because remember, people aren't talking about Brock's struggles. There were things that he weren't, he wasn't as good at. And so, like, yeah, and that's why some people are afraid. Listen. Now there's going to be film out on this kid that no one knew about. Now they're going to be watching him. They're going to show him more exotic looks, more disguising. Can Brock decipher that? We don't know. We don't know. It's going to be interesting to see, though, John. Yeah, because, I mean, he's got the mental aspect of the injury to overcome, right? So, I mean, I, I, I just, I'm confident in Trey because I, I want to know that the, the capital that was spent Trey, uh, on Trey comes out it's got to be worth it, right? I don't want to see a strikeout, bro, on Trey, and and I don't want to see Trey succeed elsewhere and be and and just destroy us one day because that that's that's the Niner luck, like that's, that's something how it that always happen happens. That's what always you know? happens, and I, and I don't want to see that. You know, I, I want to see the kid do well, and I want to see that that locker room influence stays put. You know, I don't want Kyle to be so influenced by by the locker room on every little thing, right? Yeah, I just want to see a. Just want to see Trey succeed, and I think a lot of people do. And unfortunately, the, the 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 fan base is divided, bro. All this quarterback controversy still takes away from the great players on this squad, and that pisses me off. I hate this controversy. And bro. you know what we never it. do? We never ask the players. You know what I'm saying? Like how they feel, not about the mm. controversy, but just not being the attention, not. Like you rush yeah. for fifteen thousand yards, but you don't have a quarterback. So how do you feel about the court? Like, dang, that's kind of messed up. Like, like Lenore and Hufunga, like they didn't get what they didn't get what they deserve. They, they, the the fan base gives them their credit. We give them their props. We take nothing from them. But there's a lot there to celebrate, you know. In the secondary, we should be so we should be celebrating everyone. One, but we're just so focused on this quarterback bullshit, and it's just overwhelmed, man. It's it, ever since Jimmy and Trey, and and now it's now it's Trey Brock and Sam, and, and 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 it's like, come on, bro. Like, look at your timeline, bro. It's it's miserable. 
Every day it's 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 fighting. We fight with one another instead of chopping it up and 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 the camaraderie. We're just divided and against one another, bro. It's awful. I'm so sick of it. I'm so so sick of it. Hey man, very well said, John. Thanks for jumping on, man. I appreciate oh, you, bro. Oh, it's my pleasure. And I and I agree. I I didn't even want to talk about this. I just we just have to. It's un, it's uncomfortable. I know it's uncomfortable. We need you need uh, content. <laughs> you got to talk about it, bro. Yeah, it is. You it talk it, it about sucks. It. But listen, bro. Thanks for jumping on with me. I appreciate you. Hey, I love you, my man. Take care. Love you too, bro. Be safe, brother. Enjoy your summer. Later. All right, peace. All right, man. We'll end the conversation on the question of the day. Thank y'all for participating uh, on the on the phone uh, aspect of the show. We appreciate that. Uh, 100%. I do want to get to uh, the poll question really quickly, then I'll do some of the super chats, and then we'll get on up out of here. All right. So the poll question was simply, does it matter? And I spelled it wrong, obviously. Does it matter who starts at the quarterback position? Does it matter who starts at the quarterback position? And I will say this. Shout out to the 160-plus votes that we received in today's poll question. 161, okay? And I love it right because at the end of the day there's going to be competition in san francisco at that position that's the way they wanted it to be and i don't think they were under the impression that brock was going to give them what they got gave them but brock ended up just manifesting into something that they just didn't know and so now you got that as a situation and you got your first round quarterback here and you're bringing another guy that you felt like was was also a first round quarterback that has potential and now you have a room now here's the cool thing if you look at it this way the 49ers should have one of the best quarterback rooms in the nfl god forbid they end up in a situation like they did in 2022 Either one of these quarterbacks should win games. So the question is, does it matter who starts at quarterback? Is the team fully equipped to just plug and play any one of these three or four guys we have, right? Are they fully equipped to do that? Can those guys win games as well? I will say this, 72% of you, 72, drum roll, says that it matters it matters it Bye, does matter oops i didn't mean to say that one but it does matter something in my eye and i understand it now listen i would love to know why it matters so what i'm asking 161 people to do right or the 72 percent of that number please in the comment section of the show not here in the live chat but in the comment section of the show Tell your boy Breezy why it matters. I would love to hear your takes on it. All right? If you didn't get a chance to be on the show, I would love to hear your takes on it. Let's do the Super Chat segment. Today was a long show. I won't be here Friday. I have a funeral that I have to attend, so please forgive me. But we'll be back on Monday, all right, doing a live show. Okay? I promise you. Super Chat segment. Here we go. All right. So, um, what did I miss? What did I miss? What did I miss? My man, is it is it is it Maui? Um, or Mao, I'm hoping, I, I just, I'm worse than John Chapman. Anyway, at the end of the day, in enunciations, I wanted to make that clear. Purdy showing at practice uh, is according to plan. That is true. That is true. They talked about it. Uh, his plan to be at practice, this was the plan. 
Uh, setbacks and any real indication of where he's at in his recovery won't be known for weeks and weeks because we have to progress and monitor what he does at practice. So the plan was for him to be here. He's not cleared to practice, okay? But he will throw again. He's not cleared to practice. He has not been medically cleared to participate in any of the practices. But he's there, and he will throw. I'm excited that he's there and that he will throw. All right? So, uh, really good uh, statement on this. This was already the plan in the works. Appreciate the Super Chat contribution for our offer. Jax Knox is back with another Super Chat contribution. John V was speaking facts about Trey Lance, and she wanted to show some love. Thank you for the Super Chat contribution. John V, thank you uh, at 17 and 0. That is her record prediction for the uh, 49ers in 2023. 17 and 0. And you factor in the rest of the games. 20 and 0. I think that's the number everybody wants us to be. All right. Uh, really quick question from a man, Alberto. Let me ask you this, Breezy. Uh, would you rather have Dylan Mulvaney promote the brand? We talk about George Kittle, I think. I think that's where this is coming from. And no. So I'm good. I'm I'm good. I'm I'm happy for Kittle. Like like, just to recap it, I'm happy for him. I'm glad he's doing what he loves to do. All right. Now check it out. Got a couple of shows I want you guys to tune into. All right. Tonight, Real Talk Niner Talk, 7 p.m. Our guy, the Bishop Terror Dome, will be there live. If you're not subscribed to the channel, please do so now. Subscribe to them. Make sure you like their content, all that good stuff. Terradome is going to be on there spitting all the great facts from the book of Terradome. All right, now, also tomorrow at 8.15 Eastern Standard Time, Peachy, the first lady, Nitty Gritty Niners, is going to be live. Episode 2, hosted by Tony Culp. All right, I hope I said that right. All right, Ladies of the Empire, Episode 2, tomorrow night, 8.15 uh, Eastern Standard Time. Make sure you guys go ahead and check that out. All right. Make sure you do so. Listen, I love you guys. All right. Uh, stay up. <laughs> stay faithful. Always do me a favor, but keep it real. That's what nitty gritty is all about. Make sure you keep that junk 100. All right. Make sure you, you, you know, you don't have to really bite. You don't have to bite your tongue for no one. Be who you are. Be true to yourself. Always. You'll be that much more respected, especially by your boy Breezy. Love y'all. I'll see y'all again, man. Thanks for watching. Peace out.